Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What's up, San Diego? Welcome in on this rainy Thursday afternoon. It's not uh, what us San Diegans like to see, but you're going to get this for the pretty much the rest of the day, it seems like. 201, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scravey on this Thursday. A little scramble before uh, we came on the air today. Camera's not quite up. What? Uh, got a little late start today. Come on, All three of us get did. We kind of... We kind of stumbled in here, running our mouths a little too much before the show starts. I'm just happy that you were able to run your mouth. Uh, here's my reasoning behind that statement. Yeah, I'm I know you're it. wondering, where is this coming from? Uh, not to share too many secrets, but Tony Gwynn Jr. just ate a uh, hot apple pie oh. sandwich from McDonald's, or a hot apple pie, whatever they... I've never met anybody who's eaten one of those who hasn't burned the hell out of the top of their mouth off. Oh, yeah. You bite no, into was, those things? That's I, never happened to you? I, I, it has happened to me okay. before. I wasn't right. in danger of that All today, right. Though. I was worried. Because every time... In fact, I think it happened to me so often that I just couldn't order well, them anymore. Well, that's when they used to put them in those like, those, like to-go ovens that they had. They it did. stayed like... Scorching I mean, hot. you you would order it, and you you could swear it had been sitting behind the counter for three hours. No. But you'd open it up and bite into it. Ah! And that that uh, yeah. that party, the top of your mouth would come off, and you'd just be bleeding <laughs> and from the mouth. Hot apple pie sandwiches are always dangerous. So I, I was did, concerned when yeah. I saw you bite into one. No, I but did. I'm glad you're all right. <laughs> that brings up memories. <laughs> Biting into one, and but everybody can feel that, that yeah, can't they? And that apple feeling like hit the top of your mouth. Yeah, or hit I your think lip. everybody's yeah. had it happen to them. Not fun. No, I didn't no. have that. It was, it you're was good. an enjoyable apple right, pie good. today. Good. Uh, Very good. Once again, not uh, a whole lot going no, on No, come on, today. people. Do something <laughs> out there, will you? Anything. Uh, we will have at some point a chance, we'll, we'll create a chance uh, for you guys to win a pair of tickets to Saturday's San Diego State game against the U, against Utah State. Oh, that's a big one, Tony. Tickets that's are on sale. That's a big one. Go to com. Also, Scraby and I, tomorrow, you know, with good weather oh, or not. Oh, no kidding, man. You guys, be, I'm getting out of town. <laughs> we'll be at Cathedral <laughs> High School for the big showdown, uh, San Augustine. Taking on uh, Saints Cathedral, the Cathedral. Holy War, yeah, basketball a, style. It's a big one. So we'll we'll be That's in the house great. tomorrow on campus. I'm upset that I won't be able to join you tomorrow. Yeah, make sure. Uh, uh, I guess students are still in school right now, so they wouldn't hear this at this point. But nonetheless, we'll be there. Um, again, as I said, nothing, not a lot going on in baseball. A little bit. Uh, we'll have Ken Dorsey on 
later in this hour. Excuse me, Ken Dory Rust. Former <laughs> uh, offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills Man. coming on the show. Sorry. That's a good guess. Sorry. It's very good. Russ Dorsey, uh, MLB insider, yeah. join us in the 3 o'clock. Yeah, that would be unlike you, Scraby, to get somebody that interesting for the show. Yowzers. Bang. Ba-bang. Man. <laughs> Opening up. Opening wow. up an early lead today. T- an early lead? <laughs> and opening up an early lead on you, Scrape. Scrapey's favorite uh, TMZ special, 30 miles on in the 3 o'clock hour. We'll have our usual Chris versus the fans and the Big Five also in the 4 o'clock hour. Yeah. Um, what do you got, guys? I mean, well, the, the, I got uh, I got the Washington Commanders, oh, and obviously they, they did. Uh, yeah, obviously the Commanders. Um, Fame oh, and logo. That too. That's been the. That's been the. Kind that's, of the that reaction. should be the reaction to their coaching hire right there. Let's hear it again. Fame oh, and logo. Really? Yeah, that's it. I, I mean, I've they, heard this. this did, they, did they not? Did they not see the NFC playoff game between the Cowboys and the Packers? Where the Packers went up and down the field against one of the most talented defenses in the NFL. Uh, by the way, did Dak Prescott throw a couple bad passes? One oh, of them you're not going to blame yeah. that game on their defense? They no, gave up 48 points. Year. Their defense was great all year. All right, well, fine. The commanders must agree with you because they hired the uh, Dallas defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, as their new coach. I, I I don't know. To me, the proof's in the pudding. I mean, that that was a blowout game for Green Bay. And, I mean, I don't care if my defense is good all year. But when it matters the most, I put in a performance like that, and that earns me a new head coaching job. Wow, mm. interesting to me. Mm. Scraby, say what say you? I'd much rather have Dan Quinn than whoever the heck the Seahawks. Oh, really? Hired. You'd rather have Dan Quinn than Mike Vrabel or yes. the greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick? Yes. All right. Now, apparently, yeah. There well, was... that's that's why you're going to be a loser forever, Scraby. <laughs> I mean, you're going to go hire guys like Dan Quinn. Come on, man. Really? Scraby, what say you? Mike Vrabel is so much better than Dan Quinn. I, I am shocked oh, that Mike oh, Vrabel yeah? doesn't have oh, a job. Yeah? yeah, Mike Vrabel doesn't have a job because he's not good, that good of a coach. Uh-huh. Coaches that are good enough will have jobs. Boom. 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 No, I, uh, nice try, Scraby. I mean, we see the horrible coaching in the NFL on a yearly basis, and we're going to see it next year, too. Because there's some, there's some good. I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> Tony's just saying, boom. Mike Vrabel will have his his pick of what uh, what uh, you know job he wants next year. I mean, right. they're not going to forget about that this. That could just be 500 for his tenure. I, That's so unfair and so wrong. I mean, when he was with Tennessee, they had the number one seed with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. And what did they do? If that they lost, but yeah. I'm just saying he yeah. got him there. Yeah. That's pretty. All right. Well, you. What did Mike Vrabel do to you? I just because you obviously just the, hate this guy. No, the the what don't you like? You've hated him. No, you've hated him the whole time. Coach, he's not a mediocre coach. I don't get coach. it. Well, I don't get right. it. That's fine. I you can't. know I'll, this I'll, is I, I, this is a good start to the show. Who for was you the too. NFL coach of the year in 2021? Scraby, I go to you for an answer. I'm assuming it's Mike Vrabel. I'm pretty sure you're right. Of yeah. course, Chris only brings it up when it fits his his argument. Well, you wouldn't agenda. bring it up to fit. You can't bring it up to fit your narrative I didn't know that. because it doesn't fit your narrative. The <laughs> fact that the guy won a coach of the year award, you're and you're trying to tell me that he's that he's terrible. I'm going to go look up some stats on that. <laughs> well, good luck. Good luck finding them. You're not going to find many there, to support there, your claim. Honestly, Chris, you got to say, there's a reason why the commanders didn't hire Mike Vrabel and hire Dan Quinn instead. Well, there's got to be a reason. Yeah, the, the reason is the commanders don't have a clue. That's mm. the reason, mm. as far as I can tell. But, hey, good for you, Washington. You've got a uh, you got a retread coach who uh, stunk the first time he was a head coach. Wait, did he get a Super Bowl? 
Super Bowl? No. No. Dan Quinn? What well, you, yeah, he, I, might have, I, he might have tagged he had, along he with he the had, Seahawks. Was, like, was he on the 28-3 Super yes, Bowl? Yes, I think he was, wasn't he? He was, Let no. That was, the, uh, that was Mike Smith. Ah, yes, you're right. Okay. That was Mike yeah, Smith. Was he, nice was, try. He, was he connected to that? So was he a defense? I, I think, think he was connected to the Seahawks. Was he the coordinator? I know he was the coordinator for the Seahawks. Yeah. But he went somewhere after that. And he was with the Legion of Boom. But, I mean, he had more talent there than he had in Dallas. He couldn't mess that one up. But he sure blew it for da- – I mean, if you're a Dallas fan no, and wait, Washington, wait, wait, Washington's wait, wait. in your own division, you got to be ecstatic hey, that they hey, chose hey. this guy. Mr. I have all my facts over there. Dan Quinn was the head coach That's of the I Falcons. Thought. That's what I thought. In Super Bowl 51. Seriously? Seriously. I'm the bearer of bad information. <laughs> what can I tell you? What can I tell you? Now, and you also now, said Dog the Bounty Hunter passed away yesterday, <laughs> which wasn't true. <laughs> well, I'm... Um, Off to a terrific start today. Like, like we said at the beginning, at one point, something is going to happen in the sports world to give us something to talk about. In the meantime, we're going to be arguing over Dan Quinn and Mike Vrabel. We got so that's covered. all we've got. Uh, on the on the flip side of that, well, not really the flip side. It has nothing God, to do Dan with that. Dan Quinn was standing on the sidelines while See, that I, lead was getting away. I'm not gonna lie. I th- I was pretty sure of that, and then as you started to go in I on thought him, Mike Smith. Was. I thought, you know what? Maybe Man. maybe this is where Chris is taking it, so that we can bring up the debacle of giving of up the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. That's what yeah. I thought you were going to Yeah, go. I should have actually used that as a point in my favor. And Chris also said, nice try to you <laughs> saying that Dan Quinn was the coach. Uh, anyway. There's nothing that makes me more happy when Chris attacks me in the first 30 seconds of the show and then this happens. Did I say that Mike Vrabel was coach of the year in 2021? That I'm sure of. Okay. Yes. All right. yes, that's one fact I got right. The Padres, on the flip side of all of this, uh, you know, ESPN is like gradually rolling out their um, their schedule. Padres get a May nineteenth game against a Sunday night game against the Braves against the Bravos. Don't they have a few Sunday night games already? And they do. They, they do. have the first Dodger game, don't? Well, yes, they have they the Korea games, of course. Game. Yep. But then once the season starts, I thought they had a, an early. They probably do. Sunday this is just game. the latest one that has come to uh, to the public's eye. Okay, May nineteenth. Um, you got a, a May fifth matchup: Giants, Phillies. May twelfth: Braves, Mets, and then May nineteenth: Padres, Braves. I, I'm not sure where that game is at this point. Uh, nonetheless, would you, would you say there's scrape? Oh yeah, check the schedule there. What is was, is that a home game or a away game? They got Sunday it's April fourth. They got Sunday April fourteenth at Dodger Stadium. They got that Sunday night game, and then they got the May nineteenth game at Atlanta. So neither of those games are here though. Yeah, no. So. You know, I got to be honest with you. Sunday night game, going to the game, kind of throws off my schedule. So it's fine. They're on the road. Oh, like actually attending the game? You mean? Is yeah, that what you're I've been yeah. to a couple of Sunday night Padre games, and it messes up the week for me because <laughs> I get home and I don't think it's Sunday night. So I was just that's at the a night good, game. That's a good point. That's yeah. that's how it's kind of crazy. A couple times last year. See, uh, I'm not wrong. One of the other things that popped up in terms of the Padres, uh, kind of predictions on which. Some of the top prospects, where they will be throughout the course of the year, where they make it to the big leagues, what is the prediction? Uh, and the Padres have two guys in that top 50. Uh, Ethan Salas, Jackson uh, Merrill, uh, is five, excuse me, nine and 12 respectively. Uh, according to ESPN's prediction, 
Is this ESPN or ESPN Plus? Oh, that's a good question. Was this a plus? Because I'm, all, I don't know. I'm only paying attention to it if you had to pay for it. It was. It was a plus. All deal. right. All right. So no, this you had to lock in this is, right here. This is the kind of information that is, you know, you can't get anywhere else. Ethan Salas, the prediction is, we'll get a taste of the big leagues as an 18 year old. Okay. Salas will perform I would agree well enough to earn a September call up as an 18 year old this season, not necessarily to contribute, but to learn before the year is over. He will have carved a path to being a big league regular at some point in 2025. Uh, that would be, I, I think, would be a, a enormous jump. I hope that if he makes it in September, he makes a team that could use his services. I don't, because I mean, the other side of that is if he's a September call up on a season that you've already given up on, then he would almost obviously be a September call up just to see what he can do. Yeah. But yeah, you'd, rather, would be more you'd rather it be where he comes yes. up to learn as yes, opposed he, to play. Yes, I want him to come up to to learn a little bit behind these guys but be part of something that's going on. Yeah, that would probably best, be best-case scenario. Yeah. Now, as for Jackson Merrill, uh, the prediction is he, he will play in the big leagues before – the all-star break. And wow. This, that's this a, one, you know, think about a, it. That's a good prediction I, right I there. think so, too, right? You, you already have Manny who's going to start, you know, the year of DHing, you know, so that's one less infielder you have. Um, I mean, I could see a scenario in which he makes the – he can make the team out of, out of uh, spring training, it, assuming nothing else happens from this point on. You know, having a guy like that to kind of come up, be one of your young guns off the bench. Did he ever? Did he ever actually go out and play outfield last year in the minor leagues? I know I there was discussion about did. it. I think he did go play in the outfield in the, in the minor leagues yeah. last year. Because so I, because some... I, because I, I can't imagine him coming to the major leagues and then them saying, you know, we're going to give you some time in left field. Because remember, I mean, remember they tried that with Adam Frazier. I mean, he's a, he was already a big leaguer, and they put him in the outfield, and it didn't really pan out too well. I mean, he had played some outfield, too. It, right. it wasn't, like, brand new. And I'm pretty sure Jackson did last year yeah. get some opportunities. Because, I mean, if, you, if you're if you predicting that Jackson Merrill is going to play in the big leagues before the All-Star break, you're predicting one of two things. A, somebody's going to get injured. injured yeah. Or B, he's going to come play in the major leagues and be in the outfield. Because I can't see they're going to bring him up to take, you know, Hassan Kim or yeah, no. or Xander Bogarts or Manny out no. of the lineup. Of course. So if he's going to come up and play, you're predicting that he's going to play in the outfield. Of course, if Hassan Kim gets traded here before, true that. That's a, that's another way he could end up on that roster. True that. Well before the All Star break. So agreed. Um, yeah, that's what we have for you. In this that was first... that was worth the seven ninety nine we spent this month. On ESPN Plus. For uh, of that course, you didn't just get those two players when you paid the seven ninety nine. You got a, a you list the whole of 50, list, right? Yeah, you get them all. Right? Only, we only cared about. We the only two. gave you the two. Yeah. So yeah, uh, let's get to break. We're, we are we're we're popping off in this. Uh, <laughs> we're going to break. For, 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 Unfortunately, for we're going to have to get to eleven more breaks before the show is over, Tony. So good well, luck I can on that. Tell you about Mike Vrabel's. Um, Nine game over five hundred career. Well, why don't you say, why don't you hold that before we come back and you guys can continue that banter a little? bit. I don't want to fight though. I, I mean, I kind of enjoyed it. I'm I know you lie. did. I know you did. All right. Well, let's get to break. Fan Fest announced. 
We'll get into it. We're going to Chris on the way. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. He didn't tell me we had to come up with a, uh, a second segment for the show today, huh? Oh, we oh got to come up with a bunch of segments. We got brother. a few more to go after yeah, yeah. this one. Uh, Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. Uh, final numbers. <laughs> the decibels dropped right wow. there. Final numbers. That's Dan great. Quinn, two winning seasons out of six, 43 and 42 record. One Super Bowl appearance. The boys went to the lab after that break, huh? Mike Vrabel, four winning seasons out of six, 54 and 45, one AFC championship, one number one seed, and one coach of the year. Take your pick. Washington Commanders picked Dan Quinn. Here's uh, Mike Vrabel's playoff history. He's only he's made the playoffs three out of the one. Uh, let me see. One, two, yeah, three, Yeah, he made four, it three five. out of six years. Three out of six years, but he only right. won a game in one occurrence of those playoffs. So right. he's got one win in the playoffs? He, he has hasn't two. won a playoff game two. since 2019. Yeah, Dan Quinn won. Dan, All right, Dan Quinn have him. I'm not even, the commanders I'm not have even him. arguing Dan Quinn. I'm just arguing that Mike Vrabel is not a good, as good of a coach as everybody thinks he is. He's nine games over 500. So you're not necessarily saying that he's better. You're just saying that he ain't all that Yeah, all that I, don't, I don't get it. I don't nine get games it. over 500. Hundred is not. It's not great. Not bad. It's not amazing. What was what was Dan? Or not Dan? He was like five hundred. <laughs> which again, I'm not arguing. To that me, he's a better coach. to me, Mike Vrabel did a hell of a job for uh, the Tennessee Titans. I think his worst year was last year. I know his record was worse this year, but he was breaking in a rookie quarterback. And I think a lot of people breaking in rookie quarterbacks struggle for a while. I, it's kind of odd that the uh, just on a coaching note, not these two coaches, that the greatest coach ever. Yeah, like, Belichick's with out six, too. with six openings. 
didn't get a look, but for two guys, for two teams, it sounded like the commanders were. There were some votes that wanted Belichick there, but uh, he didn't win out either. That's the second time he didn't win out. Yeah, Belichick. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, we, it, that's probably a bigger bargain we can make there. I don't care. I just, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys and I'm a fan of the Cowboys, and I saw the performance of my defense in that playoff game. And now I come to realize that the guy coaching that defense is now head coach of a team in my division. I'm pleased. Pleased if I'm the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think the Washington Commanders did any better. Ron Rivera was just as good as Dan Quinn will be. That's my call. I'll probably be wrong. Scraby will tape it. And when the Commanders start out 4-0 next year, he'll play the, it endlessly. The one thing that I have, I have come to know about Matthew Scraby is he's got a long memory when it comes to things where he's actually right on. Like, he is not going to forget if Well, Dan the reason, Campbell, there's a reason for that, Dan, Tony. I'm calling him Dan Campbell. That's a reason for Quinn. that. I know where Chris is going with this, so. Oh, where, where, where's, what's the reason for it? I'm sorry. The re- well, he's not right very often. Yeah. Uh, doesn't I have a lot that. to remember. Just such a stock <laughs> answer at this point. Did you go grab that off Adobe stock? It, it was it was built in, huh? That was That's a built-in response for that one. <laughs> yeah. That was too easy for me to pass up. Um, here we go into the second segment of the program. And um, I was going to talk about the, uh, I don't really remember what we were going to talk <laughs> fan about. Fest. The Fan Fest. Yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Tony Gwynn and uh, all of the Padres will be available for another Fan Fest this year. It was a huge event last year. Ever. It was the biggest ever. Biggest thing ever last year. Now, it is going to be taking place on a Sunday this year. I think last year was on a Saturday. Yes. But it'll be Sunday, March 24th. So you want to mark that down. If you are a, any kind of Padre fan, you'll think want to be there. You think it'll be a little more low-key this time? I think are that they think- are accounting for people to show up, like as many people. Well, Last here's what year, they I didn't think. account for that many people. Here's what I think. The Fan Fest is going to be taking place after the first two games of the season have been played. The first regular season games are be against the Dodgers in yep. Korea, March 20th and 21st. I imagine you guys will be coming home on the 22nd through the 23rd. Well, we get a day back. And you'll be... So we'll come, we leave on the 20. 20- First, come back on the 21st. All right. So you have a couple of days to to sleep in before the Fan Fest. My point is, is if the Padres win both those games over the Dodgers, I think the Fan Fest will be a madhouse. Ah, yeah. That's my point. If they just take those two games, people will be, you know, making pennant plans. From a, from a selfish standpoint, um, you know, one of the things I didn't enjoy about last year was seeing all of the Fan Fest photos, like, thrown back in our face. What do you mean? Oh, people did that. Yo, I, really? I, they went on my to, account. Oh, remember? Yeah, remember we, all these pictures of Manny and Bogarts right, and the, Soto and how great they are? Oh, yeah. oh that, I that see. Happened, that happened. I didn't like that. Didn't yeah, like that. there was really nothing I could say either. That's to, revisionist stuff, though. That really, truly is. There how was many, nobody. That's what I love about the fans out there that that criticize what AJ Preller and what Bob Melvin and what the Padres did. There was nobody last March 24th who didn't think the Padres were headed for greatness. Nobody. and Zero. But all of the people come August said, I told you so. And I was like, you told us what? <laughs> you didn't tell us that. Nobody saw that nobody coming. Nobody saw that coming, no. that they would struggle all year long and 
be sitting there below 500 and make a late run and miss the playoffs and the whole thing. On you were ch- getting ready for October out there. Yeah. On the chat, Jacob says, yeah, well, Tatis literally said he would win the World Series to the crowd. <laughs> he, he didn't say what year. He didn't say what year, did he? We are going to finish last. <laughs> we're going to finish second this year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think it You guys that watch the Diamondbacks <laughs> catch us, pass us, beat us, and there go to the World Series. Right. How do you Woo! like that, Padre fans? <laughs> what is he supposed to say there, right? <laughs> Uh, I get it, though. I mean, I would like to know how many people were actually in that crowd and then reshared the photo as like, hey, remember this type of thing. I don't know that it was anybody. I I just assumed it was like Dodger fans sending them out. That's what I I assumed. I don't think it was actually Padre fans that were. It was like a get back. Like, ha, you thought it was going to end this way. I misunderstood your Yeah, no, I'm not talking about Padre fans sending it. I mean, I I didn't see that from, from my standpoint. Uh, one of the new things that's going to happen at uh, FanFest this year is uh, the first inaugural celebrity alumni game, softball game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, now, myself. Uh, celebrities? Yeah, where's yeah. my And spot? alumni, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, Scraby played in the Tory Pine celebrity golf. He's I did. feeling like he qualifies for it's this. actually media, but. <laughs> I imagine they're gonna have bigger name celebrities than Scraby. Well, yeah, I mean it's. Oh, I see. It, well, <laughs> Scraby uh, might get it on it. I don't. I don't know. Did you get an invitation, Scraby? I'm only. I'm just man. Me and Trevor are managing opposite Trevor teams. Hoffman. What? Yes, you're sorry. the oh, you're the skipper. Trevor. Yeah, yeah. I'm you skipper. Can, you can make you some can, executive you can, decisions. Can't you should only agree to it if you get a couple of roster if choices. Get, if I can get a couple of roster choices, yeah, I get two roster choices. I'm taking Chris and Scraby. We'll sit on the end of the bench. We just want to be there, right, Scrape? No, just... Uh, you want to be I, in the lineup? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. You want, like, Dave Winfield to bat and then you. So that would it, be nice. It, it are, yeah, the, I don't think that works. I'll get some pitches to hit. There'll be some... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I think they're going to have a little bit of everything. Some NFL, some Olympic, NWSL. Oh, that's awesome. WNBA. And that's going to be on the day of the Fan Fest. It's going to be on the day of the Fan Fest. Oh, now, I, like I, I know we idea. got our schedule kind of cooking up around fan fest if i'm not mistaken here i will i think during our segment um i'll actually be at that softball you'll be doing the softball we're broadcasting out there that day but it's still coming together as far as the official times but we'll be out there tony will be out there that's great yeah managing a team now i know it's too early yeah it's a month and a half away but how serious are you going to take this i mean you've got to you know, you got to put a lineup together. You got to get playing time for everybody. Or are you Do just going to. You, you got to huh? get playing time for everybody. I thought we were trying to win. Oh, all right. You well, know, that maybe. might be your strategy. Yeah, you know, hey, listen. So if, so if you're, uh, if you're um, I don't know, Sixto uh, Lescano or Kevin what? McReynolds and you don't belong in the lineup, you're going to sit. Sit the bench. Yeah, yeah, you know, let's say that's this is like I'm the pow- the power of the pin. I was always told that as uh, as a player. Now I I hold that power. Well, feel free to use me for late inning pitch hitting. That would pitch be nice. Hitting? Yes, when you need to drive someone. You notice he did not guy. say late inning defensive replacement. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> he did, you're he right. did not. He I, did I, not. I go where my strengths are. <laughs> go where my strengths are. And hitting are. is you know driving someone in is your strength, huh? Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah, I can see the game being in the balance and you being summoned, Scrape. It's kind of like that, uh, what is it, a uh, State Farm commercial or one of the auto insurance commercials where the guy goes, hey, Derek, we want you to pinch hit. Some yo-yo named Derek stands up and walks to the manager and goes, no, 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 no. 
Derek Jeter. Yeah, yeah, that's you, buddy. Yeah, you we're gonna better. we're gonna pinch hit him, not you. Now, whoa, sorry about coming that. in hot, easy. Now batting, batting, batting. Matthew Scrooge. Yes, this is when everybody, in their, at least in their head, is like, oh, this this is an out right here. Do you hear the crowd? No, I hear you. And I hear that we need to go to break. I can see everybody getting up and going to the restroom. <laughs> right. Let's, let's get to break. Russ Dorsey, the MLB insider, joins us next here on Gwyneth Chris. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 237 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scrape. Shout out to Mark Andrews. My man did something amazing. Scrape will get to that later. Uh, Is this Mark Andrews from the... Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, yes, the yes. tight end for the Baltimore Ravens. He didn't do anything amazing Sunday. No, unfortunately he didn't. No, not much. Did Chris wake up on my side of the bed this morning? His counterpart did some catching things. Catching strays. I mean, first... Sorry, Mark Dan Andrews. Dan Quinn but... was catching strays, strays, and now now my man... Uh, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is catching strays. I don't like when people perform poorly and then are, you know, immediately rewarded after. So basically the entire Dolphins team? What have they been re- rewarded with? I don't know. It was just yeah, a it was shot. A, it was early it JK. It was another shot that not only missed the bullseye, it missed the dartboard entirely. Pew, pew. <laughs> I, I don't want to fight Chris today because he seems like I, he's very serious. You keep saying that, but then you keep poking the bear, man. So I don't well, know. He's poking what, this he bear. definitely poked you, too. I mean, he came at you hot. but And I went, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. Uh, I'm a little irritated right now. Whoa. Got a Celtics Lakers matchup tonight. Oh boy! And LeBron and AD are out. Both out. ruled out. Yeah. Why even have the other ten guys pull into TD Garden? They know they have no shot. No, we got a shot. They you have a shot. shot? You, gotta, you feel like you have you, a shot? No, I didn't. I didn't say I feel like it. I said, but you have to play the game. Well, then somebody tell that to LeBron and AD because <laughs> they're sitting out. They are. I swear the Lakers don't care. And I don't mean it in a, in that way. I mean it in the way that they just want to get in as one of the top, top ten teams in the West, and they feel like they're going to take the same route they took last year, win the play-in like tournament and go all the way to the finals. I don't like that. At I first, agree with I you because it's too risky. I, I, it, it's not an easy watch. It's it's for the fans. And uh, I just it's going to be real hard to do that again. You I mean, to go from, what was it, the, the AC last year? I think they were seven, 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 and they almost lost to Minnesota in the game that was that had to get them in there, eliminated. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, you know, Boston says, "Oh, they, LeBron and, and AD aren't playing today, so no. we don't need to show up." No, they're that's gonna, what I hope. They don't need to show up, and they're still going to win tonight. It's I Chris, think you know you, that. No, no, I don't you know, know that. that. You know it. You don't want to know it. Whatever. Sorry, buddy. let's get to Russ Darcy, MLB insider. Right now. He's joining us on the line, Russ Dorsey, MLB Insider. Russ, always lovely to have you on the show. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, guys. How y'all doing? We're, we're doing all right. It's a little wet out here. I don't know what the, the weather is like in Chicago, but um, this... We, man, usually, usually this time of year, I'd much rather be where y'all are than where I am, but we're actually doing all right. It's about 52 degrees, sun shining, so we actually got a nice day. 
here. Got to go for a you got to go for a sale on Lake Michigan. It sounds like. Listen, I went for a, uh, <laughs> my, my first my first outdoors run here of 2024 today. Got three miles in, so we're, we're do. We're, I had the same idea in mind getting some of that outdoors weather. Awesome, very good. awesome. As you don't get these type of days in, in Chicago this time of year very often, so no. enjoy it. Speaking of the Cubs, let's let's start there. I mean. Uh, they have a, a a a nice free agent out there that has, was a part of their ball club last year. Uh, he has yet to sign. I'm talking Cody Bellinger. I, yeah. I mean, at this point, is Chicago? I I think Chicago's still in it. Are they waiting for maybe that price tag to drop before they really jump all the way back in? I think the interesting thing when we're talking about Cody Bellinger and you no know, free agency right now, and as you guys know, free agency's been pretty weird this year right it's been pretty slow um i think for cody bellinger he's probably sitting there and saying all right i got time you know we're february 1st i know teams are reporting uh spring training here in a couple of weeks but if you're cody bellinger there's still teams that would like your services it does feel like the cubs are the the match for him and i think on the cub side and this is what i talked about with, with a lot of people since free agency started for the cubs now that all the big boys are off the board, right, or most of the big boys are off the board in terms of free agents, you have a guy in Cody Bellinger that had his best season since he won the MVP years ago, right? And so you have a guy who stayed healthy for the most part, obviously uh, banged up a, a bit you know, early in the season, but still was able to do his thing. If you take him off that roster, right, they not only lose Cody Bellinger, they lose their best position player, from 2023 right so i think it, it's a it's a bigger calculation for them right it's not just saying we want cody bellinger back it's like we want the guy who's our best position player last season back too so it does feel like cody bellinger and the cubs are are a hand and glove fit however you know you got a lot of teams out there that are still looking for for some punch here late uh, late in the game and I, look, whether that's the Giants, is it Toronto who swung and missed a couple of times yeah. this offseason? You know, that there are teams out there. And I think for Cody Bellinger and his representation, Scott Boris, you kind of can kind of sit back and wait for teams to come to you and see who blinks first. I was just going to ask, who do you think is going to blink first? But I think I know the answer. If it's between Boros and it's between Major League Baseball teams, History tells us that the Major League Baseball teams are the ones who give in first and Boros wins. Do you think that's going to end up happening again in the next month and a half? Do I think Scott wins? <laughs> well, Scott Bryant usually wins. If you look at all the money that he's got, guys, over three decades, four decades, uh, they, his guys usually do pretty well. I do think the interesting part about this year's free agency, because of so many unknowns when it comes to regional sports networks. And I know people in San Diego have experienced that and, you know, people in Arizona and then you have teams like Texas Rangers and the Milwaukee Brewers and the Cleveland Guardians, all these teams caught up and everything going on with the Bally RSNs. I do think that has played a bit of a factor into what teams are, feel that they are able or not able to do. Um, so do I think, uh, a team will blink first, and Cody Bellinger will sign a multi-year deal somewhere. I do. But do I think uh, this offseason specifically we're going to have more teams, you know, kind of waiting for the bargain bin? I do. 
Yeah. No, I mean, that's, as you said, that's kind of every year, right? I mean, every every year there's a team searching. There's teams searching in that bo- bargain barrel, and then there's the teams looking to, you know, make it rain. And so, you know, we'll see how this one ends up going down. You 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 mentioned the um, the Bally situation in, in in Amazon. I'm interested. What are your thoughts on that? Because uh, it seems like you know Major League Baseball has been trying to figure out this whole streaming situation. We know Amazon Prime is 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 one of those type of situations. How how do you see this playing out? Yeah, well, <laughs> you guys know that's a situation I know pretty well from working over there for the last couple of years uh, before leaving. And I think for me, you have Major League Baseball, who, to your point, have been trying to figure out, you know, what is next in terms of watching baseball, Right. I know you probably hear it out there. I hear it. I hate hearing it, but it's like people are like, oh, people don't watch baseball. One, it's not true, right? More people went to baseball games last season than they have in over 20 years. So baseball is doing things right in terms of the product on the field. But now that the world has changed so much in terms of where you can watch, how you can watch, who, what services you watch through – I do think baseball was kind of behind the times, and not just baseball, so were other sports, right? I think you're going to watch with the NBA, their rights deal is up at the end of the season. There's going to be a lot of people lined up to get NBA rights TV deals, and some of these you know, old-school, big-time TV networks aren't really looking to, to have sports on like that anymore knowing that the big boys like your Amazons, your Apples, and you know, I was doing, I've been doing the Friday Night Baseball games for the last couple of seasons and how that has really changed. Like, does Apple get involved, right? Does Amazon get involved? And when those two who have more money than anybody else in the world get involved, there's going to be a lot of dollars thrown around. So do I think we get to a point where something like blackout restrictions ends? Yes. And I think that's great for the game of baseball as a whole. When does that happen, though? I think that's the question we're still waiting to see. Russ Dorsey, Baseball Insider, is a frequent contributor to our program, and we appreciate it. Uh, Russ, a uh, guy that's real close to us is Blake Snell. And, uh, you know, we know we've kind of had it, said our goodbyes here in San Diego. But, uh, you know, we're, we're curious as to where he's going to ultimately land. The only team I keep hearing is the Yankees. But if it's that simple, you know, why hasn't something gotten done yet? It sounds like he, you know, fairly would like to be paid – Somewhere around what Yamamoto got paid, being as he's a two-time Cy Young Award winner, but I don't know that anybody's going to meet that asking price. No, I think you're right. And I think for – it was the true definition of betting on yourself, right? Guy going yeah. to his age 30 season, leading the big leagues uh, in, in ERA, right? Where from, I believe, June 1st on, the guy had damn near a sub-1 ERA, striking out the world. And I think something that – you know, uh, teams think about, because it's not just one season that teams are thinking about in terms of free agency. It's like, all right, what's the entire Blake Snell picture, right? He's a guy that's going to be able to to strike people out, right? He's also a guy that is going to walk people. And I do think that scares some teams, right? It's like, okay, if he's not going to be striking everybody out or be as electric as he was last season, if that's not his average what is an average Blake Snell season I think that's what a team is going to ask and if he's not going to have this you know close to two ERA that he had last season when he won the Cy Young award is that ERA closer to three five or maybe four 
with the walks where they are. I think that's what some teams are asking about Blake Snell. And I think it's, it's unfair for Blake because he did everything that you would have asked him to do. He went out there, he posted, he you know, struck people out. He was able to dominate. That's what you want from an ace. You want somebody who can go out there and dominate. I, I think the Yankees are, are, are definitely would have been a fit, right? And they went and pivoted and signed Marcus Stroman and then, you have a team here in town like the Chicago Cubs who, you know, they have a left-hander in, in Justin Steele, but, you know, they added in Managa. But you're still thinking, all right, if you had a guy like a Blake Snell, that rotation, yeah. you know, with all their their arms, with some of the young arms they have coming, that's a strong, strong addition. So do I think Blake Snell has options? Yes. I do think similar to Cody Bellinger, who is going to be that team that blinks, right? Who is that team that's going to say, we need a frontline starter, and we want Blake Snell to be that guy. Russ Dorsey joins us, insider on Gwen and Chris. And Russ, you know, let's stick here in San Diego. I mean, obviously, uh, the team did not play the expectation last year. Um, you you go out to this off season, you move Soto, you get uh, a bunch of young pitchers, uh, up and coming pitchers, uh, back from that deal. Uh, this is still a team that, that has on its roster Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, Fernando Tatis Jr., Hassan Kim. Um, that's not to mention you, Darvish, and Joe Musgrove. Uh, this is a team that I, I know Chris and I believe will have will have a, be- a better season this year. Where do you think that falls in terms of the standings? Where do you think their win mark is? Yeah, it's tough considering all that the Dodgers did, right? Yeah. And I don't think it's just the Padres. Right? I don't just think it's San Diego that saw what the Dodgers doing. It was all of baseball. And I think, you know, it's unrealistic to say that's not going to be something that you got to deal with there if, if you're the Padres. But here's the, the other part. Do they have a talent advantage over the team, a team like the Arizona Diamondbacks? Yes, they do. But at the same time, as we asked ourselves last season, when I came on with you guys during the season, it's just like, where are the real Padres? And they were never able to flip the switch. I think the saving grace for the Padres is in that lineup, right? Like, I, you have to expect, you know, another healthy season for Fernando Tatis Jr. He takes a, a, another step forward, right? Manny Machado, you're always going to get a consistent season, close to MVP caliber season out of him. And the big one for me would be Xander Bogarts, right? The guy that they signed to the $280 million deal uh, last offseason who had a 790 OPS, right? Is Xander Bogarts the type of player that put up a 790 OPS? No. He's yeah. a guy that's usually well over 800, being able to hit the ball out of the ballpark. He still put up a decent season, right? 285, 350 on base, uh, but didn't hit the ball out of the ballpark as much, and that was to be expected. Fenway's a, a really hitter-friendly ballpark, but I do expect an offensive jump from a guy like Xander Bogarts. And maybe with you know some of the changes that they had to make this offseason, guys look around and say, "Well, we have to be the ones that you know make that change." And I, and I think they believe, and I think AJ Preller believes that with the managerial change and you bring in Mike Schilt, that he can get something out of this group that they haven't been able to get before. Padres have been bargain shopping this offseason, and uh, I, I'm just curious, I mean, as they get down here to the end of free agency, and I mean, some of the names I see don't seem like would be affordable for the Padres. They still need first base. They still need an, an outfielder or two uh, just to fill out the roster. Uh, is there anybody they can look to that might be 
available in a discount type form. Yeah, I mean, and I guess when you're looking at outfielders and maybe guy like uh, you know, Kevin Pillar, maybe that somebody that you you think could could work for you. Uh, Tyler Naquin, Will Myers, you know, guys who have been around the block before. Uh, and I think when you're looking at first baseman, right? Like, is Brandon Belt the type of guy you want to bring in? A guy who had a solid season, but is 36 years old. So I think that's something that you're going to have to ask yourself. Like, do you go and and look for some back-end starting pitching. <laughs> the benefit for them, there's plenty of starting pitching out there that's not right at the top of the market like Blake Snell or, or Jordan Montgomery. Um, you know, may, is, it, is it that a guy like, do you bring a Mike Clevenger back, right? Do you, you know, you know put a lotto ticket out on a, on a guy like a Michael Lorenzen and hope that you can get something out of him? Those are the type of arms that I'm thinking that they're going to have to add because you're not going to be at the top of the market, right? Zach Davies, Jake Odorizzi, guys like that. So they're, they're, fortunately for the Padres, there are players available in their, you know, where their market is this offseason, and it's just deciding who they think is going to fit to make them a better team in 2024. We certainly have heard a few of those names mentioned on our show, so especially the Brandon Belt. But, Russ, as always, man, appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us, man. We'll do it again here as spring training gets ready to kick off. Looking forward to it. we got to let this guy go so he can go outside and enjoy the beautiful (laughs) day in Chicago. Y'all know Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, Russ. Thank you. Thank you. Russ Dorsey. Not Ken Dorsey, but Russ Dorsey. He's living the uh, high life today in the sunshine of Chicago. You could hear hear his happiness of of being able to go. He said that was his first run of 2024. First time he's gone jogging outside. outside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we're whining... (laughs) <laughs> endlessly that we have a rain day here in San Diego. I, I stepped in a puddle earlier, and it really made me mad because uh, my can, foot can is wet. Can I ask you a question? How, how did you step in a puddle, Scrape? I was texting, that, ah, and surprise. I wasn't Good. paying attention, and then you I just, stepped in the puddle. You deserve that. You deserve that, then. Did you see the swimming pool outside? I mean, because you, uh, you shouldn't be texting while you're walking, man. See the swimming pool outside out the uh, 7-Eleven out there? I did not go up to the 7-Eleven Oh, my today. God. Our 7-Eleven has a swimming pool in front of the end. Uh, oh, I'm glad I did. In front go. of the front door. I usually go before the show. I almost went to stop there and get some airheads, and I was like, I've had them two days in a row. I need to stop. (laughs) Mr. Gwen, you're keeping us in business over here. Let's get to break. Daily Gambit, I I can tell you, it didn't go well for anybody last night. Again. You'll get a chance to see how bad it went for all three of us. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.